Hello, thank you for Lock calling. Talk Radio. Hello, how are you? Um, talking just before the show. Um, I really just have to say um, it's really great to be with you. I wanted to really just get out, just put out there first. The show's for millennials. It's very serious. If you are listening to the show, consider yourself someone who likes the MTV market, right? And you're not supposed to be listening, or right? you should cut it off at that point. Um, but you, if you either like the MTV market, you like things like, you know, maybe the, hearing about the music industry, um, or hearing about with, you know, it's a combination of a person who likes to hear about the music industry, who likes to hear about international news, who likes to hear about maybe um, some sort of latest tech trend, right? If that's not the type of person you are, were you hearing about what millennials are doing in that um, that bracket? You're going to either seem strange, you're going to, you're in a space where you probably should question why you're listening, and it definitely if it doesn't apply to you and it applies to people who are much younger than you, you have to ask yourself why you are following people who are younger than you. Um, yeah, because it's just, um, and sometimes that happens. Yes, I do see parents who follow people on Instagram. But we usually think that they're, 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 you know, either you have one for yourself on Instagram or you are maybe looking for, you know, your nephew, making sure he stays out of trouble and so forth. And so you have to look on Instagram. Yes. That's, that's, I just have to say that because sometimes you, you might have people who call into the show and who do certain things and it's not their market not their their niche mark it's actually not their um area it's not something that pertains to them it's not something that is connected to them in any way right or 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 maybe it's not something that um has anything to do with them right and um it's very serious and i i say that um but i definitely am thankful that um people are tuning in and um it's very serious because um people sometimes um, as I said before, um, don't realize that they have a lot of power. And here especially, if you're in the United States, you have power. As soon as you touch down, you have power. And there's a lot of people, beware, let me just tell you, because there's um, people sometimes who come here and they don't realize they have a lot of power. Sometimes there's the person who comes from another country and they somehow don't have any people who are darker in their countries, right? So sometimes they come here and they really hate the people who are darker or they say really annoying or, or ignorant things. Ignorant meaning, you know, the definition. There's three definitions of the word ignorant. One of them is that the person doesn't know any better. They don't know the right way of doing things, right? Sometimes they say very ignorant things or it also means that you're not aware of something and or, or how to do things better. Um, and, and the comment that they might make is, why do you allow this in America? And why do you do this in America, right? Either they were told that America is predominantly Caucasian or only Caucasian, really, not predominantly, but only Caucasian, or they're not used to a different structure. And that has happened. They don't realize they're going through a cultural shock where they expected the United States to look somewhat like their own country and have the same customs and rules, which is some, on some level, in my opinion, outside of reality. Because no country is exactly the same, right? You're outside of reality. And people do that in a lower level sometimes. We talked about that before, where people um, are in a situation where um, if you, if, if you um, are not listening to them sometimes, right, meaning that um, they want things to be the same. So if, you, if they say something to you, 
or if they see you and you're not the same, they're against you, right? I've even seen mothers do that, right, with um, younger women. They're not turning out the same way as you. It's a problem. Their problem every day you see them. Why does this adult have such a problem with it? With me is what some people say. You're not turning out like them, right? You're not doing the exact same things as them. And so what happens now is that um, this happens sometimes on a different level where sometimes people come here and they're never really able to adjust. Um, and they sort of look around and they're saying, well, why do you allow this? Why does America allow this? Why do, why do people who have, who have brown skin or yellow, brown or caramel complexions have jobs? Why are they able to go to school? Why are they able to do anything? And really, really, it's because this place is different. It's really precisely the difference that makes it unique. Do you know what I'm saying? And so there's, it's really something that must be said because I not only think it's a mental disorder when people come here and do that, I definitely think it's an inability to adjust because this is a place where you're supposed to do really, even you hear about it before you, you hear about this, but you're supposed to be able to do this where you can do anything you want. So when people come here and, you know, you see them from um, certain countries, whether it be from um, um, the European, excuse me, Europe or Africa, and the first thing they want to do is kill people. In a place where someone is saying you can do anything you want, is that the first thing you think about when someone is saying you can have the power you want, we'll see what you what you do with the power, you can do anything you want. Would you do something like this, right? Or, or is it okay to go to any place and sort of complain every single day, right? So, so in some level there's some sort of shock going through the system, and if it keeps on year after year, it becomes a disorder in the mind. Right, like, and I've said that about racism, where really we should stop talking about racism, but racism is actually a mental disorder, right? Where if you can't, if the brain freezes because you see someone of a different skin tone, um, if you know, if you're, if you can't move because someone has a tan, right? If someone, you can't actually communicate, um, and um, you're twitching and you're doing things because. Someone has a different complexion. Someone is um, of a different culture. That's a disorder in the mind. There's something happening. There's some kind of chemical reaction happening in the mind, um, and um, it, it breaks people down. You don't even have to have any sort, of, any sort of interaction with the person. So that has to go away, and it does, and it does not have to exist. It does, it's not based on skin color. If you ever look at anyone who is Caucasian, for example, they don't have to deal with racism. Right, some people have to. Some people actually confront this, but some of these other countries where people, you know, they, the quality of life is great. No one has to worry about crime. They don't think they don't have to think about Africa. They don't have to think about the United States. They don't have any type of racism there at all. Um, and so it, it's not really something that is naturally in people, right? So people don't have it necessarily as adults, and people aren't born with racism. So it can be removed. You, you, I think you can pray anything away. You can pray it away. Um, and you can definitely pray that you're comfortable in yourself and that you really are able to move forward without any kind of um, um, hatred or prejudice. It's very serious because sometimes I believe even your association can make you prejudiced. I've seen people, you know, we talked about this. I don't think we talked about this on the show, but I remember mentioning to someone, sometimes you're around someone who's racist or prejudiced and you don't realize it. And you're not really racist or prejudiced, but the person who's around you might say something like, why do you hang out with that group, right? 
why do you, you know, or that, why do you like that culture or that group, right? And sometimes there's, you might think about it and try to answer, but they're slowly trying to tell you that you should have hatred or you shouldn't like a group. And then why, why should anyone not like a culture? The culture hasn't done anything to you, right? Or one person doesn't represent the entire culture, whereas one person doesn't think that to you, the whole culture has a, has a negative image, right? Um, and, and sometimes people are natu- excuse me, are trying to really ingrain something where they really have hatred and they're trying to pass it on. People, it doesn't matter what color you are. I've seen people from the West Indies do that towards African Americans. Here they have some of the same complexions. Um, and, I, and again, we won't get into it, but I'm saying that in terms of having hatred for the group and sort of so you know, subtly ingraining in people's minds that other people should have hatred and have bigoted attitudes towards them as well. Um, but really, secretly, deep down, um, it's an, an inability to adjust to a larger country. This has been studied by Europe already. Where and also Franz Fanon, MC there, who talks about people who are going from underdeveloped countries into the new world. It didn't matter what color they were, but he really focused on. Uh, on on people who were coming and going into places like France and really how they were unable to develop and how you had to be very careful because there was was a prediction things would break down once they got to the developed country and um, that they wouldn't really understand what to do. So M.C. Zaire and France Fanon gives an example of this, right? Would he start criticizing people who had dark, who, who had caramel skin tones, light skin tone, chocolate, however you call it. Um, um, but would he start to criticize them, right? He talks about how the person leaves leaves um, the French Isles, the Dom Toms, you know, French Caribbean, whatever you want to call it, and then goes to France, and he's in this developed country, and they really look nice, and Cobra touched on this too, right? And they're modeling, or they look really interesting and great um, in their new, you know, Western clothing, and um, they suddenly speak really nicely, and people are, are really just shocked. And they you reiterate the language back to him all the time. Um, and, and then sort of he gets around, you know, as they sort of, you know, are able to um, continue on, they start to see other people who are, um, who who they thought before um, being the same um, complexions or near the complexions that they've seen in the, in the Caribbean the French Caribbean, right? Whatever sort of resembles their area um, back in, from, in the land where they're from, it's really very serious because they actually end up breaking down and they don't like the people. Like we have to remember the French the, the Caribbean, those are not actually countries, right? They're, they're island nations. And many of them, even if they've had their independence, are owned by larger countries. Even if they don't say it, the treaties are still there. People don't realize that what it is to really own a place, right? And the U.S. does that sometimes. They, you know, for a while, because they're doing it again now, where you know, if 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 certain countries in Africa have a situation in that, Europe or the countries that own those African countries, they show up, right? Because maybe their resources are threatened. And maybe there's going to be something that happens in terms of um, Europe having to rectify it. Um, um, France will show up if, if, if um, um, you know, there's large numbers of people. Uh, for example, when Haiti had the earthquake, France showed up, right? France was on television talking about it. 
why were they on television talking about us? Right? Why do French people, why do Haitians speak French? Right? So with certain countries in Africa, the European Union shows up, and the U.S. Didn't, doesn't really get that, right, with all these situations happening where you especially have Africans who have these views that they're putting out there that are not necessarily, some are great, but some also have views that, you know, would would definitely, if, if America is keeping Africans and Africans Americans apart, you'd sort of be surprised because you'd question why any sort of skepticism, right, um, is there. But... Um, if skepticism is there, you sort of, uh, well, actually, I don't want to get into it, but because uh, the United States government definitely has skepticism, everybody knows that um, you don't see African-Americans marrying people from Africa because the U- U.S. government has skepticism. Um, and um, for some, that's why I always say it's good to be on good behavior because sometimes when you're in bad behavior, you're proving the U.S. government right. Right, um, and so not only that, but if the, now that we have people who are in the White House who are from Africa, right, the White House seems to have an increasing number of people from the African continent in positions, you know, and and also um, in in very serious positions. So the European Union has shown up, right, not necessarily um, for for scary reasons or for great reasons, but you know, it becomes their issue. If you have a if, if there's an issue, for example, I'm not saying anything against Mugabe. Um, but there's an issue with Mugabe or any other country in, in Europe, and they're trying to deal with it, right? You don't have any place where, um, excuse me, you actually should not in, in, intervene. So you have, so if you have a place now, any part of the world where you're saying, wait, wait, you can actually come here. If you have melanin in your skin, you can actually be here. Call yourself a different name as a person on the continent and simply take down Europe and take over Europe. Do you think you, the European countries would show up where there would be some kind of meeting? Right? So if, once you start seeing people here in the States, you know, say that somebody from Zimbabwe can come here, call themselves African-American and have enough power, find other militaries in the United States, do you think Europe would show up if someone from the continent called themselves a different name and had other people who were connected to the military um, behind them, backing them in certain ways? Do you think they would be happy? No, right? So we have all these situations here now where there's major concern because all of these things are, are taking place in the United States. And really someone who's African-American doesn't really you know, have the same history as someone from the continent. They're really not from the continent, right? Um, and um, and um, and um, I'm saying the continent of Africa. And um, they um, would not, it would not be accurate to say that someone who was Haitian was African-American or someone who's from Zimbabwe was African-American. And if it were the case, why do people who are from, for example, um, if, if you, let's just actually use this example. Someone from Zimbabwe goes to Martinique, and, Mart- and, and in that um, situation, um, people refuse to see them as um, a local person. Or if they're from Haiti and they're Zimbabwean, right? Do, do, I think they're likely to see the people there as Zimbabwean. I don't even want to use Haiti as an example, but... Let's say you go to another place, and the Bahamas, and you're from Zimbabwe, and it says that you're from Zimbabwe. They're likely to see you as a Zimbabwean. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but it means that when people are coming to the United States, they actually see them by their country. There's no need to sort of call them a different name, even out of spite, because the people here who are locals don't want people to be forced with that name. The local names of the people who have been here for a long time are lumped in, and people really want their own autonomy. They don't want to be called another name. There are people who are calling themselves the name of the group here, and they weren't able to really even, you know, um, claim, I don't want to say that claim, but they weren't really able to move forward um, as as people who were who were seen um, as um, um, members or people from the country anymore um, in a positive way. They weren't seen as either, right? They weren't seen as a local name here. They weren't seen as the place where they were from or they were seen as people who were imposters or impersonators, right? or people who were infiltrating a culture who were in the United States. And it looked like there was some sort of infiltration scheme going on. Um, and so it's very serious. Um, and if, if, if anything, I would also question why people who are from, let's say, you can name any place, right? If you are from, um, you know, South Africa, you don't want to be called... Um, Zimbabwe. You don't. If you're from Zimbabwe, you don't want to be called um, Nigerian, right? People want to be called by the by the names of of, of the of the regions. Um, 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 but they want to be called by their country's name, um, and so that's very serious. And why and why is it offensive to people from the Caribbean? Call someone from the Caribbean an African country. Keep saying it over and over again. You are from Zimbabwe. Yes, you are. They're offensive. They're offended. Okay, so you're calling someone by a name, a nationality that's not theirs. You're calling someone this nationality that isn't theirs. And so here now you have the U.S. government pushing this on people where they're calling them a nationality that is not theirs. Um, people who weren't born here, people who probably don't even like the group. And so in the White House now, the people who are from Africa, some of them are called African-American. Now, I don't really necessarily, I'm, I'm pointing this out to say that once you start having that, the African country can at some point take over Europe. The African country is now connected to the White House forever and can take over Europe or certain parts of Europe, right? So at some level, there's friction between the U.S. and, and Europe that really can be resolved. It's okay. Um, but it, it's a problematic, and that's what we're not looking at. Um, that there's a lot of fixing that has to be done and that really the people who have, who are here are kept out of it. And so to do something here where you're lumping people together is kind of a subtle way to take over Europe or to take over the people here. You know, Europe has suggested that people are respected and that people are, people are autonomous. Autonomous meaning your culture is respected, your group is respected, no one bothers you, but people respect you. Is this important? Have people um, made an effort to put their names on the census because they want the respect of being acknowledged? Yes. The Senegalese went to Washington, right? Nigerians went to Washington just to put a separate category in the census so that they would not be called African-American, so that they would not be called Haitian, so that they would not be called Caribbean, so that they would not be called African-American. It's very serious. So the African-Americans are saying, look, I understand you're South African or you're Zimbabwean or you're Haitian. You're not African-American. 
You understand? They're not being rude. It just means that they're not African-American. And it means that they respect your culture. They would still love to go. Um, but it's just very serious that that's said because I realize now that the White House has at least about four people from the African continent and it's growing to larger numbers of people from the African continent that are in the White House and people just keep thinking that anyone black is African-American. Black does not mean African-American. African-American does not mean black. You can be African-American and not necessarily black. Why? Because black actually is connected to Europe. Excuse me, to, um, to, um, Black is actually a name, pardon me, ever. Black is um, a name that was an invention, um, as is Negro, right? These are inventions. Um, and African-American is really something that is connected to to the United States. Even though the roots are coming from different places, the name is here. Um, it connotates, it has connotations to the Civil War. It has connotations to Jim Crow. It has connotations to Mississippi. It has connotations to you know, um, all of these um, things that that exist that I won't even get into. Um, And um, it's very serious um, because you have to ask yourself if these things are okay. It's not about skin color anymore where, you know, people used to be angry a long time ago if someone was Caucasian teaching African-American studies. I remember someone saying, someone was Caucasian teaching African-American studies or Africana studies, really, which is what it's called, because it really incorporates African diasporas. And um, it, because it incorporates African diasporas, it wouldn't just be African-American studies, because African-American studies would be in the United States. Africana studies in any institution incorporates skeletons, studying skeletons as, as people who are in anthropology um, do, and or not anthropology, I don't want to say that. What did I say? That? Archaeology. Archaeologists study anthropology. I mean, archaeologists study um, um, things that have happened a long time ago. As do historians, they do this in a different way. But Africana Studies incorporates this. They incorporate um, a lot of the things that we don't really hear about, right? So you have to study a myriad of um, areas. You have to study skeletons. You have to study why teeth might be a certain way, right? Did Africans have a certain type of teeth versus people who were in the Pacific? And why do they look different? Why why do people in the Pacific have blonde hair, right? Versus people in Africa who don't, right? Or why why is someone's why 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 does this group have the, have um, a certain type of nose structure and the other group doesn't, right? Um, so it's very serious, and it would be called Africana studies or Africa Afri- or or a different name, right? Um, if not Africana studies, something around this title, African studies or African. Has, yeah, it would be something in that that area, um, but I remember saying when saying, well, if you you know, if someone Caucasian can teach, but then it also changed to someone who was who was black or, or, or you know so called right, who they were complaining about, meaning that they were from Africa and they were appointed by an institution, I won't say which one, um, and they had someone who was from Africa at a at a at a great institution and they you know, put them in the Africana Studies Department as the chair. And the person who was from overseas, um, who really was credentialed, uh, you know, they and even if they have studied, right, so the Caucasian had studied in a certain area, the person who was, um, who had chocolate, a chocolate complexion, had studied, um, was credentialed, had the right credentials. But sometimes when you're introducing things, even based on phenomena around you, the person in those positions has no idea what you're talking about. 
Because even if, so, for example, if they're coming from a different region um, and they just got here to the United States, you start talking about Black Lives Matter, they don't know what you're talking about, right? Maybe incorporating, of course, I have no idea what that means. Okay, put it in, write it up, we'll put it in the system. They might put it in the system, but sometimes people complain that they don't understand the phenomena around them. And they try to, trust me, people look things up online, they research, they try to go there, they try to do all these different things. But some people say they still don't understand. And there's a, maybe there's a Russian studies department where someone, if they actually try to put someone from Russia in the Russian mm-hmm. studies department or try to have a chair or a head who, who, who is from Russia, even though they can put someone who is, you know, from, from Guam or who is from, you know, um, I don't want to say from Guam, but who might be from, um, you know, um, if I can even say a name, they might they they could put someone who is from Germany in the Russian Studies Department, but it's not they're not Russian, right? They could have someone who's Haitian teaching Russian studies or who's American, um, but they're not Russian. So sometimes people really believe that you might not understand if you're teaching Russian Russian studies and Russian history. Maybe you should have someone else, or not Russian history, Russian studies, right? Where you're going deep into what really is there. They most people believe they should be Russian. Um, and so anyway, I'm just telling you this, be careful of this because all of these things are going on. And so, um, we also have to look at authenticity and, and allowing people to really have their cultures and to respect these cultures, right? And not to see it as separate. People can marry anyone regardless of what color they, they are. Um, but also to know that autonomy means that you're independent and, and, and cultural, we definitely should have more cultural events to celebrate those cultures. Yes. But combining and just slapping all kinds of cultures together it's not okay right um and um yes so it's it's definitely not okay and um we want to really really be aware of what's happening around us so be aware of what's happening around you definitely read a lot i'm trying to get americans to start reading more pick up a book buy a book do shopping at barnes and nobles it's excellent we need sophisticated moments um so and reading is sophisticated so try to read a lot more um read actual books sometimes tablets are great but sometimes it's really bad for your eyes um, and eat a lot of carrots, okay? Um, all right, I'll talk to you soon, and thank you for tuning into the show. All right, as usual, bye-bye.